Hello, Mama. I am excited to be here with you today and to continue this series on healing and walking this healing journey and facing those things you've been avoiding and going there because mama, you are worth it. God desires more for you than staying stuck in anxiety and depression and anger and emptiness and overwhelm and exhaustion, all of the things that steal your joy. Like he has more for you. And I am excited to help you identify what your next step is. I love when people are encouraged and equipped from the podcast, but sometimes we need more than just a podcast. It's time for some bigger steps. And so that's why I'm doing this series It's just to help you know, like what else you need to do to go there, to, to live that life that God created you for, to live that life of freedom. And so I, I keep saying I'm excited because I am excited. I'm so passionate about this topic. That's why I started this podcast. My, my ultimate goal when I first started this podcast was to, to to help people heal just by listening to the podcast. And I, I think, you know, based on some of the things that people have shared, like I think that's happening in some capacities, but I also know there's deeper work to be done. I know that because I'm a therapist. I know that because I've done that work. And while a podcast can inspire you and equip you and even maybe help you start that journey, there's usually some more steps you need to take. And so my goal in these episodes is to help you know what steps those are, to help you feel the courage to take those steps, and just to help you have that um, inspiration to know that confidence to know that this is what God's calls you to and that you need to chase after this with everything you have and and not make excuses anymore and not to think that this isn't the right season or you, like you don't have the money or the the time to do it for yourself like you need to focus on your family and that's such a lie you know why because when you focus on um your healing yourself that's going to bless your family more than anything else like that is probably the number one way to be a better parent is to heal. <laughs> Parenting courses are amazing and I highly recommend them. Like I've just been sharing from the, the crazy cool family going through their course. That's huge, pivotal. The book Shepherding a Child's Heart, that's been massive in my life. And I couldn't be a parent without those things. Couldn't be a healthy, good parent without those things. But if you don't know how to stop yelling, then those aren't going to do a lot of good because those are great tools to use if you can get yourself regulated. But if you don't know how to get to that place where you can talk calmly and have those healthy conversations and to go there, then you're going to not be able to follow through with all of those parenting things. And so the step number one is to work on healing yourself. And that is going to up your parenting game more than anything else let alone just the fact that you are worth it on your own. But I know so many of us in this season think like, oh, I need to focus on my kids, blah, blah, blah. No, no. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this series. I'm going to talk today just about some of the more, more of the signs that you need to heal. And then we'll probably start to get into like, why, why take the time to heal? Like, why are we going to do this? What's the point in it? Um, before we jump in though, I just want to remind you right now, it's $200 off the Healed Mama Academy. And if you are ready for healing, if you know that this is the next step God's calling you to, and we talk about how everyone's going to have a next step. Some people, it's going to be 
in-person therapy with a Christian, right? Some people it's going to be pastoral counseling. Some people it's going to be the Healed Mom Academy. Like you're here for a reason and God is calling you to that next step of going deeper and doing some of that work. And so I just want to speak to those of you that it's, it's, that's what Holy Spirit's putting on your heart through this series and, and has been for a while, or even maybe this is the first moment, but don't ignore that. Um, God has something for you in that if he's calling you to the Healed Mama Academy. I have created so much content to help you do the work of healing and go on that healing journey and go from working on your past, letting God into all of those parts of the past and dealing with it with him. Uh, there's worksheets to guide you in it and videos to guide you in that. So you can do that work with God. Um, and then you can come to weekly coaching, group coaching, and get some eyes into the areas you're getting stuck and get some encouragement from me personally. I love to, a chance to get to speak directly into your life. Um, and so we start in the past and, and letting God into it. And then we go into restoration theory, which is the theory that I used as a therapist and now I use it as a coach. And I teach you how to actually rewire your brain so that you actually begin to walk out of that old behavior and to step into the new behavior. And you have very tactical, practical steps of how to do that and how to stop doing what you've been doing. Stop the yelling, stop the anxiety, stop the the depressing thoughts, stop the shame, stop the numbing behaviors like social media and TV and alcohol and all of the things and be done with that. And then we apply restoration theory onto all of your relationships. We go into your marriage, your parenting, your uh, boundaries with extended family, to your friendships. We, we leave no area untouched. And we make sure that you are living the life that God called you to in all of those areas. And you have those healthy boundaries in place and you have that intimacy in your marriage. And you know, like you have a mission and a, and a trajectory for your parenting and that you're united with your husband on that. And we apply restoration theory to all of that. And then we wrap up in the final weeks by helping you step into your purpose and your calling. You were created for more mama. God wants to take the pain that you've walked through and redeem it by helping other people and changing the world. And that can be in small ways. Like it doesn't mean that you have to start a business or a podcast or uh, change careers or whatever. Like it can be those things, but sometimes it's it's small things that are massive in your life and massive to the world. Um, like one of the girls, a previous graduate stepped into doing worship at her church. And she, in the past, she knew she was called to that for so long, but in the past she had so much fear around it. She refused to even like think about doing that. And through the work in the Academy, she is now on the worship team at her church and she loves it and feel God feels God using her through that. And so sometimes it's, it's things like that, that are, are game changers for you and others. Um, but that's where we, we wrap up the Academy is by helping you figure out what is next and how God wants to use the gifts he's put inside of you to impact the world. And I walk you through all of that. And there is, you can access the group coaching for up to an entire year. Cause I really want to support you in this journey. Like it's not just a one, two, three process. Like I keep talking about in this series, it's some deeper work. And so I want to make sure I'm with you in that and that you have that support to uh, go through all of that. And then also to live out your calling. Cause sometimes there's, um, uh, some resistance that comes up as you try to step into that new momentum in your life, that new call on your life. And I want to support you in that. So make sure you don't ignore the voice 
of God right now if he's speaking to you. If you're ready to be free from anger, if you're ready to enjoy the season of motherhood because you have a game plan of how to stay calm and peaceful and how to talk with your kids, if you're ready to do more in this season than just survive, then come and join the Healed Mama Academy. You can find out all of the information at morningmamaacademy.gr8.com morningmamaacademy.gr8 as in the number 8.com. Come and apply. That's the first step. And then you can use after that the code school for $200 off. I think it's as our kids are going back to school, it's time that we go back to school, mama, because we are worth it. We are worth that investment. Don't worry. There's no grades involved. (laughs) Um, But I would love to see you over there and just get to know you and get to speak directly into your life. That would be, mean so much to me. So I hope to see you over there. You can also find the link in the show notes in the Facebook group. You can email me if you're like, I just can't find it. (laughs) Hop in the Facebook group and tell them, email me at support at morningmama.co. And I just can't wait to see you over there. Okay. Without further ado, let's jump into our episode as we continue to talk about the signs that it's time to heal. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama, I am stoked to continue this conversation and to help you take your next step in healing. And while I would love to see you in the academy, it's not for everyone. And so I'm not just speaking to those of you that are going to come into the academy or want to come into the academy or whatever. I really genuinely want what God has for you. I want him to help you walk this journey. And I want you to to find that next step of healing, because let me tell you, there is so much good that comes when you have the courage to take that journey and to go deeper with God, to go deeper into healing, because that that old baggage, the stuff that you haven't healed, the stuff you haven't worked through, it weighs you down. And in a season of motherhood where there's like already so many things weighing us down, right? Just screaming children, poop, mess, dishes. Oh man, homework for some of you. We're not even there yet. I don't even know what that feels like yet. (laughs) There's, you know, you're not just dealing with your own sin and like your husband's sin. You're dealing with sin of so many different people in your house. (laughs) And and you're responsible for teaching them how to walk out of that. Ultimately, they are responsible for their own sin. But right, our job as mothers is to hopefully help them have self-control and, and not fall into that sin. So holy moly, there's a lot of heaviness that can come from this season. And so if we don't deal with our own heaviness, then we are going to be goners. And so I really, truly just want freedom for you, mama. That's why I'm here. That's why I do endless episodes recorded for you for free all of the time, because I want this for you. So I hope you know my heart by now. Like I want this for you. So yeah, get ready. Like this, this is for you. Um, the next, so the last episode, 
we talked about a couple of signs that it's time that you need to heal. The first one we talked about is if you struggle with thinking about your past and it, it brings you pl- to a place of shame or dysregulation or wanting to numb out. The next one was if you're extremely reactive to um, people in your life, whether it's your kids or your spouse or family. And um, we talked about what that reactiveness looks like, whether it's anger, withdrawal, um, people pleasing, all that kind of thing. Um, the next one I have for you is that it is time for you to heal. You need to do some healing work. If your main source of comfort, enjoyment, and escape comes from social media, TV, alcohol, food, porn, like you, you can keep, have the list keep going, right? But if it comes like your fulfillment, your joy in the day, your, the only thing you look forward to, the only thing that you live for sometimes. I know that sounds extreme, but I know when I'm even in a bad place, it's like, oh, I just got to get through that day and then I can just sit on the couch and oh my gosh. And now there's nothing wrong to wanting to rest, but the problem comes when we make these things an idol. And obviously some of these are just destructive on their own. Um, or not used in moderation. They're destructive on their own. But the other thing is like, those things should not be what we're living for. Like TV has its place. Social media can have its place. Even alcohol for some of us can have its place. But when we live for that, that is the problem. And that's why so many of you struggle at the end of the day where you're staying up way past when you should be and you're waking up exhausted the next day and you're not spending that time with God in the morning is because you live for that. Like that's, that's, if you skip that TV time at the end of the day, it's like, well, why do I even get up in the morning? Right? Like you feel like, oh, it's finally my time. I have this time and I'm going to stay up and I'm going to enjoy this. And again, it can have its place, but if you live for that, if you're, if you're making, putting that above God, right, you're, you're staying up so late, you don't have time for God in the morning. You're staying up so late, you're more grumpy with your spouse and your kids in the morning, right? That's where the problem lies. And what's happening is those things are a form of numbing. And while they, like I said, they can have a place in our lives, it shouldn't be our main form of comfort and enjoyment. And especially when it's numbing and you can tell when it's numbing, when you had a hard day and you're like, this is what I need to do. This is all I can think about doing right now. This is, this is what is going to feel the best. And you are avoiding the actual feelings that are there. And you might, you probably don't do this consciously. You probably don't think like, oh my gosh, my kid, I yelled at him today and I don't want to think about that. So I'm going to turn on the TV, right? Like you don't think about like, oh man, my kid, I don't, I'm worried about all these things. And so instead of thinking about that, I'm going to have a glass of wine or three, right? And so you, you don't necessarily consciously make that jump, but that's what's happening is you are ultimately numbing some of the unresolved things inside of you that, that need to be processed. And some of those things come from that day right? Like, like I said, when you yell at your kid, when you're worried about something that's happening with your child, it comes from that day. But ultimately when you get triggered from it, it's also connected to a deeper thing inside of you, a deeper wound that was created when you were a kid and has been reinforced throughout your life. And so that thing that happened in the day is going to be even bigger, right? And so two things happen, right? One, if you haven't done the deeper work to process the past and to work through your, your wounds, right? All of us have them. Every one of us, it doesn't matter how great your parents were. We all have wounds. If you haven't done that work, then that, that thing that comes up from today is going to feel a lot bigger. 
It's going to trigger you. It's going to probably get connected to your identity. You're going to feel like you're not a good enough mom. You're going to maybe feel unsafe. Like maybe, maybe something's going to harm your kid. It's going to become a bigger thing inside of you if you haven't done that deeper work. And then also if you're numbing the, the things that happened that day, and you probably are, if you haven't done the deeper work, because right, if you're trying to connect the dots, uh, if you haven't done the deeper work, those things that came up through the day, they're not small things. They're big things because they're ultimately connected to your bigger wounds. Okay. And so then if you end up numbing those things, then that creates even more compounded anxiety, pain, wounds, issues that just gets stacked up because now you're not processing what needs to be processed right? Like you need to process with God, with yourself, with your spouse, with a friend, with your kids, probably all of the above when those moments arise. Like maybe not all of those every time, but like when you yell at your kid, you need to sit down at the end of the day and, and think about it. Like don't avoid it. You need to think, oh man, I can't believe I lost it again. Like what was going on inside of me? What was happening in my spirit? What was happening physically with me? Had I not eaten? Had I not slept? Like, how did I get to this place? Like, I swore I wasn't going to do this again. What's, what has, what is going on inside of me? And you need to process that. You need to process the guilt from it because ultimately, right, that is sin and we need to confess it and talk to God about it. And, you know, he doesn't want to condemn us. He wants to convict us and call us higher, but we do need to process that. And so when we, when we are numbing instead of processing it's going to only add and and contribute to us continuing those behaviors. It's going to be really hard to stop those behaviors if we're not processing them and we're not doing the deeper work of processing like the deeper wounds underneath that. So I hope that all makes sense to you. But ultimately, if that is you, you know it, you know you're numbing, you hear me talk about this, you know it's you, you need to do some deeper work, some deeper healing, okay? The next one I have for you is you don't know why you can't connect to God or hear from him. So this can be multiple things, but if you do not know why you can't connect to God or you can't hear from him, then it's quite possible that you need to do some healing work. Um, so often our relationship with God is limited by our relationships on this earth, uh, especially with our fathers, but it can be anyone. Um, and if you haven't done the work to heal the wounds from your parents or others, and you have left it, it can make it challenging to connect to God. It's really hard to like fully extricate him from our earthly relationships, right? We can't see him. We can see his work. We can see him move. We can't see him, right? We can't fully hear him. We can hear his words in the Bible. We can sometimes he'll speak to us, but it's not usually an audible voice, right? And so we, we interpret a lot of who God is based on the relationships that we have had in our life and the humans that we have interacted with. And so this again, is not like a a conscious process that we do, but it's, it's inevitable that, that our relationships, um, and the unhealthy ones, as well as the healthy are going to impact our view of God. And so when we, when we haven't done that work, we haven't processed the pain. Sometimes that, that looks like, like just completely denying the pain, right? We think, well, my parents did a pretty good job and so it's probably fine. Right. But then with that, we begin to assume that the ways that our parents acted that weren't healthy and maybe were even sinful, that 
that that's just normal. And then we inadvertently ascribe that to God's character because we haven't fully done the work to look and say, oh, actually that was sin from my parents. Ooh, that is not like how God intended my parents to be towards me, right? Maybe it's even just like a distance. Maybe one of your parents was kind of distant and you haven't really done the work to process that because it's like, well, they're just distant. They didn't hit me. They didn't yell at me. They were just distant. And you think like, oh, it's probably fine. But then now, because you haven't taken that time and, and had that courage to, to go deep into it, you can naturally like look at God and think, well, he just doesn't want to be close to me. So he probably wouldn't want to speak to me. And, um, you know, I don't know how to be close to him because I, this is all that I know is this kind of relationship. And so it can affect how you see God, how you hear from God, how you relate to God when you don't take the time to process all of those things and really uh, figure out like what is God's heart for relationships and what does that look like and how do I live that out? And all of those things can be connected to your ability to hear from God or see God or relate to God. And if there's some wounding, if there was some really you know, overtly damaging wounding, which distance can absolutely be that, but among other things, then it's also going to inadvertently sometimes contribute to how you see God. And you're going to naturally view him as unsafe. You're going to look at God as someone that can't fully be trusted. Now, again, this is not a conscious choice you're making. It is impacted because you haven't processed the wounds from the other people in your life. And so when you begin to process those and you take that time to do that work, it's going to allow you to restore your relationship of the father, right? The father, right? You have an earthly father and a heavenly father. It's easy for those to get kind of intersected there. And so when you can restore your relation, your, your view of the father, it's going to help you restore your relationship with the father. And you're going to be able to be closer to God and have more intimacy and, and have a healthier relationship that isn't fully impacted by your earthly ones or isn't limited by your earthly ones. So that is another sign. If you are struggling in that area, that is a sign that you need to do some healing work. Okay. Next one. I hope you guys can't hear this fly buzzing around me, by the way. There's so many flies in our house right now. It's very, very hot out. And uh, the kids have just been playing outside. It's been so great, but I want to be able to hear them when they're outside because there's like all kinds of coyotes around here. And, you know, they're siblings. So sometimes they they fight. So anyways, I got to keep the door open. But all of these flies from the heat are just coming into our house and they're always buzzing around. And I got some zappers, but sometimes they get away. So anyways... <laughs> If you can hear that, welcome to our summer over here. Oh, there's two in here now. Oh my goodness. It's like I spoke about them and they, they, uh, multiplied. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. The next one I have for you is that, um, another sign that it's time for you to heal is that you don't have many healthy relationships in your life. So, um, I want to start by saying like you will attract others at your level of health. So if you are unhealthy, then you will likely form relationships with others who are unhealthy. I think this can be a challenging area sometimes. I think it can be so easy to look at the lack of healthy relationships in your life and, and blame. Blame others, blame people for not being healthy, blame people for not wanting to hang out with you, blame 
I don't know, blame all the things, right? Like you look at social media and you see other people hanging out and you're like, well, they're just mean, (laughs) right? Or you look at the health of the people around you and you think like, why are they acting like this? And a lot of times it's because you are at that same level of health. And I know that can be a hard pill to swallow. I know that's not necessarily comfortable, um, but most of the time we're going to attract people at our level of health. Now I, in the past, and sometimes I still struggle at times now, but in the past I have kind of sought out people that are, um, maybe like not as far spiritually as me, or even not as far emotionally as me. And it's not a competition, but you know, you you can tell where someone's at. And I have sought those out unintentionally, like it's a non-conscious process that I do, but I've done that because of my insecurity. I would feel better if I could be the one that is sharing and encouraging and coaching and pouring in. I felt like I was worthy. I felt like I was safe because I was contributing in this capacity. It was a very big challenge for me to be in a relationship that was even and where I wasn't the one that was stronger and always encouraging. And so ultimately, right, if you look at this, this is true, this thing that I just shared with you, this sign was true even then for me, because while those people weren't at the same level spiritually or emotionally as me, they were in a sense at the same level in a way because I was seeking them out. That was my emotional unhealth and that I was seeking out those kinds of people. And so until now, I don't, I don't want to say like label as those kinds of people, but that I was seeking out someone that was in a, a spot that I could encourage that, that would allow me to pour in, in that way that, that would let me kind of be that person in their life. And so, but ultimately that goes back to my unhealth because I was was looking for that so I would feel secure. And so my insecurity drove me to those kind of relationships. And so whatever relationships you have in your life right now, I want you to look at them. And if you are don't have healthy ones or a lot of healthy ones, and it's not that we need a hundred healthy ones or even 10 healthy ones. Like we need like maybe like one to three, like really core, healthy, strong friendships that are side by side, doing the work together, challenging each other, encouraging each other, pointing each other to Jesus. But if you look around and, and you don't see a lot of those healthy relationships, like look at the relationships you do have and think about the common denominator, which is you. Think about like how maybe you have attracted them. Like think about what you do that has led them to be friends with you or that you have been attracted to them. Like what does that look like? Maybe it's like me where you're insecure. Maybe you gossip. Maybe you um, don't have healthy uh, boundaries in your life, right? There can be so many different things, but I want you to look and and not just blame other people for, for not being healthy, but look at like you have attracted those people for a reason. What is that reason? And how can you grow in that area? And so ultimately, like if this is you, you got to do some healing work, right? This, this work I'm telling you to do right now of looking internally is healing work. It's, it's looking at like how 
have I gotten here? What are the wounds inside of me that has caused me to get to the place? Or what is the sin inside of me, right? Gossip is a sin. So if, if gossip is what has led you to this place, then that is something that you need to work on healing in that area. And so whatever has contributed to that, that is the healing work that you need to do. Okay. Next one. I I can spend so long on these. All right. The next sign that you need to do healing work is that you don't know how or aren't willing to use your past and your pain to help others. Um, so the great part about God's healing work is that he wants to redeem all of the bad, which means making the very worst things, the very best things. I kind of already talked about this in the last episode, so I won't go deep into this right now. But ultimately, like if you aren't willing to take that past, the pain, the wounds, the the mistakes, all of it, if you're not willing to present it to God and say, God, use this or to help encourage someone else that's walking in that same situation, then you got some work to do. You've got to, you got to do some healing because God wants to take that and use it and make it beautiful. He wants to make all the things beautiful, all the things good, but we got to let him. And so if that is you, make sure that you do your healing work because there's so many good things coming. Like you don't have to just look at that and feel pain and disgust and ugh. Like he wants to make it so beautiful. Now there might be pain still. Like when I sit down long enough and think about my miscarriage, like uh, there's still some pain a little bit, you know, thinking about like that baby girl that I didn't get to hold and thinking about the loss of that. Like there's some pain, but But mostly when I think about it, it's just beauty because God birthed this beautiful business podcast. I get to be here with you. He awoke things in my life that I never thought would be there. Like it just, it's just so beautiful and it's continuing. There's so much that has continued to grow from that. So I see beauty. So are you willing to use your pain and your past to help people? Are you willing to allow God to redeem it and make it beautiful? If not, time to do some healing work, mama. I know that can feel scary and big and overwhelming, but let me tell you, it is so very worth it. Okay, the last one I have for you is if you are struggling with anxiety, depression, hopelessness, anger. Okay. This one's kind of like the more obvious one, but you gotta, gotta say it. Like if it's there, if you got a lot of anxiety, if you got some depressive thoughts, if you have hopelessness stuck in anger. And I want to say that even if you've done some healing work, it means that if these things are coming up, there is room for more healing. Like I said, it's a, it's a never ending journey. We, there's so many different layers of it and I'm still healing. I'm still continuing my journey and I will until the day I die. And you know, I've, in that time done a ton of work, but even recently, like I've had some anxiety. And for me, the anxiety has come up specifically about around being home alone. Like when my husband's on a trip and I've just been struggling with being able to sleep and whatnot. And so I'm like, okay, what is this? And so it's like, okay, time for some more healing work. Cause ultimately like that comes down to like that fear that I have. It comes down to a lack of trust in God. Like God says that he will protect me and keep me safe and that he is watching over me. And even that he'll send angels so that I don't hit my foot on a rock and stumble upon it. So of course he's going to take care of us. And yes, bad things still happen. But even in that, like God redeems it. God is with me. He doesn't leave me. He never forsakes me. And so ultimately that anxiety is coming from a lack of trust in God. And so I have had to continue to do healing work. And, um, and 
Also though, because I've done so much healing work, some of the ways that this, I've done this healing work now that I've, I've kind of built a foundation is that I'm like, okay, I know what to do now. And so what that looks like is I pray and I ask God to just even take my fear. And it's amazing how he takes it like, Oh, why didn't I think to like pray that before? God, take my fear. Wow. Um, cause fear is not from God. So let him take it. And then verses like get your sword of the spirit up and be ready to fight those lies, that anxiety with truth. Like kind of the verses that I was quoting of God will never leave me or forsake me that, you know, he will lift me up with his righteous right hand that, you know, do not fear because he's with me, all of those things. And I, I speak those aloud, the sword of the spirit, and I am able to come out of that anxiety. But that's because I have a foundation of healing that I have done that I can stand upon. It's, you know, we're standing upon the foundation of God, but he's worked with me through that healing. And so now the anxiety doesn't go deeper because I know I've already worked through that deeper anxiety of, oh, no, I am safe. I do actually trust God that I am safe. So I just have to access that, remind myself of that. And that's when he brings peace. So if you are struggling with anxiety, depression, hopelessness, anger, you ha- you don't have that firm foundation to stand upon, it's time to do some healing or some more healing. And I hope that I can journey with you in that. And I know that God has so much for you in that. We're going to next episode talk about like why to take the time to heal because I know some of you need that convincing. We're going to talk about what it means to heal, how you heal, ways to heal, all the things. So Keep tuning in for this mini series, and I'm just grateful to get to be here with you, and I know God wants to do so much inside of you. So let me pray. God, I just thank you for healing. God, I thank you that we don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to stay where we are, God, but you have more waiting for us always. God, thank you that it's not dependent on us, our own effort, our own strength, God, but it's by your blood, God. Thank you that you've already paid the price, God, and that there is freedom waiting for us, God. I pray for every mama that's listening, you would give her the courage to step into that, the wisdom to know where to step. God, I pray for every mama that that is thinking about joining the academy, God, you would just make it so clear to her that that is what is for her, God. And whatever else, God, if, if someone's thinking about therapy, God, bring the right therapist for her, God, so that she can step into your freedom, God. I pray just for everyone to know their next steps, God, and you would make it so clear, Lord, what you have for them and how to access it. God, you're so good. We love you. We trust you. We want more of you. We need you. We can't do any of this without you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.